What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. That is the High on LAFC podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and Jorge Martinez. Say hello. Yo, what's going on, everyone? How you doing, bro? How you been? Pretty good. All right. Hang on. Hang on. June gloom, or is it summer-like? Feeling like summer. You know, this weekend I finally started to feel, feel like summer, so that's in, that's pretty nice, you know? It's in the first time we've had some sun in quite some time. Yeah, dude, it feels like it's been Seattle for, like, the past, like, dude. months. Right? That's what I was saying. I was like, LA is the new Seattle, you know, SoCal out here. It's been, it's been, which, you know, to be perfectly honest, I was not necessarily against. I did rather enjoy it just because, like, it was always cool. It was always cool, you know? It's like, yeah. I, and Don don't mind wearing a jacket. And then on top of that, like, me personally, like, when it comes, when I was younger, and I love, to be perfectly honest, I love playing in the heat, too. I don't know why I also like it. It's really weird. I, I, when I was younger, I was always playing outside in the heat, so I think mm. I just kind of grew up used to it. But there's something about playing in the cold. When it's cold, like, I always felt like I, I played harder because yeah, I was trying to stay warm. So right. I would run more. <clears throat> I felt like I had more energy. It's really weird. Yeah, because like, you had to stay warm. Yeah, so I definitely didn't mind. And it suited my game because that's all I did when I played. So, And then, like, you know, when I go running, like, I'd, I'd have my best, like, runs or biking. Like, mm-hmm. when I go mountain biking, the vibes are so much nicer when it's gloomy because it's like, whoa, it's like eerie mountain. Soccer morning vibes are always cool. Dude, right? So that's why, for those reasons... I didn't mind it because I, I like it for like for working out. It's just it's just nice or something. I mean, it is nice to have some sun, but it's nice when it's cool, you know. Because mm-hmm. the sun we get here, it'd be baking us, dog. For real, bro. It's baking us like the other teams around the league are baking us oh right now, God, man. No. Because uh, we got a lot to talk about um, on the podcast. We're gonna talk about. The loss against uh, Houston Dynamo at home, uh, as well as the lucky win, I would say, in uh, in Kansas City that we'll talk about. A little and bit of, uh, magic going on. We'll there. try to talk a little bit about the Seattle Sounders game coming up this Wednesday. Probably um, we'll cover that game next week, but we'll talk about it mm-hmm. a little Along bit. Along with the Vancouver game. Along with the Vancouver game that's also <gasps> approaching uh, this Saturday. This Saturday. Dang, that's a lot of games, man. I know, dude. Yeah, it is. Wow. And... Well, let's begin. Um, Jorge, how is it that we can lose against a team like Houston Dynamo oh, two times in a row? I don't know, dude. It's, it's to be honest, I know the second game was only a 1-0 loss, but it hurts just as bad as the 4-0. Oh, yeah. Because it was at home, and we literally just played them. And we lost, so it was. It, it felt like an aggregate scoreline, really, mm-hmm. and it hurt, man. Like it was, it was a tough pill to swallow. Like it, it's. Yeah, like watching the game against Houston, I'm thinking, okay, LAFC is gonna have to come out strong because the Dynamo just thrashed them four nil. So uh-huh. you know, they came out, you know, Bogus, Buke, Vela, like pretty strong attacking. You know, like pretty good team overall. Right. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I think so too. And it, I mean, it's not like they weren't creating chances. In fact, they had seventy-one percent possession, bro. 
Like, ¿Qué más quieres? <laughs> like, but the sad part is they only had one shot on target the entire, entire game. Yeah, which I guess, you know, like, it's, it's funny. Or it's not funny, I guess. Uh, but we were, we were talking about it. We were reviewing the highlights and stuff. And we're, we mentioned how we, we noticed that with a few of our players, there's a lot of quality. But there is a, a little bit of a need or a need for, for fine-tuning. Which is natural in developmental ages and, and, and careers, you know, which these players happen to be. We were talking about Matthias Bogus and Stipe Buick, both right. players with 20 immense, years old, yeah, 21 years old. Immense quality, immense quality. Like these guys are like, there's a couple times where we were on the edge of our seats and we're just like, oh shit, like, oh, what's going on? What are they going to do? Because mm-hmm. they're exciting players. They drive the ball forward and, and they're also. They, they're not selfish players. They they pass when they need to, or maybe not when they need, or maybe not all the time because they're still learning. Well, see, but, that's the thing. Like you, you mentioned, like the the refinement. You know, like these are uh, very young players, so this is like their first time playing on a on a big uh, stage in uh, a way because it's the top in football here in the United States right. versus maybe a younger division out in Europe that they were in um, or some, or Serie A or what was it La Liga 2 oh uh, yeah La Liga 2 <laughs> and right. then uh, Croatian League Ibiza bro yeah I mean it was all part of that but Bogus looks really good he's always driving the ball he's always trying to make something happen whether it's a shot whether it's a pass and and I really like his play. I really no, feel like he's adjusting I to agree. like the athletic uh, part of MLS. I feel like he has that. Even in, in Buick as well. I feel like they're adjusting really well to the league. And I just feel like Buick and Bogus, but Bogus better, I feel uh-huh. like, than Buick. Buick needs more refinement to me. But I think he has more potential by far. Right. Uh, but... In this game, I thought they played pretty good, and we still couldn't mm-hmm. get any shots going. Yeah, that's but that's like that goes that goes like hand in hand with what you know we just mentioned. It's just we have the possession, we have the ball, we're creating opportunities, but it's not um, translating into anything because there's just there's a need for fine tuning. Like we're not mm-hmm. we don't have any uh, shots on target. We aside from the one that just goes to show that there was not enough. There were opportunities created, but there was not. They didn't lead to a a critical shot or like a, a legitimate shot. Do you uh, <laughs> do you think it has something to do with the fact that Chiqui Palacios was one of our center midfielders alongside <laughs> the young, you know, Duenas, you know, who who has had Eric Duenas, who has had some good performances, but. Still really young, uh-huh. with Ilya, who um, never runs anymore. I mean, it's definitely a, <laughs> it's an experimental lineup, bro. That's for sure. Like these are, we've seen Palacios play that position before. I think he did it with Bob Bradley uh, towards the end of his tenure. But it's not the ideal formation for our squad with the players that we do have. But we're so thin right now. We have. Tillman and Acosta are both injured. So mm-hmm. who do you play in that position? You already 
like we're already going to the youth squad or to the yeah you know, not to the youth squad but we are looking at the academy guys and to be fair these are guys that would have or or have legitimately been in and around the squad like they're mm-hmm. making that transition from academy youth players to you know, first team players um so i do like the opportunity that you know has arisen for them i mean it's, it's like career mode bro like I remember one Yeah, time. man, but if we're playing like five or six kids all at That's once, when it's, 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 it's like, like that is uh, when that is that is career mode when you're at the Carabao Cup and you're playing like Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> and you're like Go for it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Chiqui Palacios, that's like, okay, so Chiqui Palacios in the mid, that's like, you know, it's like, all right, Aspilicueta, I'm going to play you as defensive mid <laughs> against, you know, Sheffield Wednesday. Exactly. Because I need, I need a leader in the midfielder or something, you know? So he keeps getting that go. It's like, sure, he can do the job, but is he the right person? No, no I don't think way. so. So but I don't think Palacios necessarily was horrible, but it's just not, yeah. it's not what you want when, when you have a, it's, it's, it's never a good sign when you're playing players out of position, out of necessity. Not out of something that you just want to try. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like Pep Guardiola thinking, hmm, John Stones, I think he'd be a great defensive mid. Let's give this a shot. You know? Well, Pep's a genius. So. Pep's a genius, too. Chirondolo yeah. is on his way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you just say Chirondolo is also on his way Look. to becoming a genius? You never know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Moving on. Um, but no, no, no. It, yeah, our squad's been really thin lately. Um, it's cool to see the young guys, but yeah, I agree. It, it's a little like nerve-wracking because we were playing so well in the beginning of the season. But we were playing well because we had, everyone was running on full gear, you know? Every, everything was working the way it should. Right. But, then the injuries uh, occurred. You know, injuries, there's this 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 really tight congested schedule, so there's a lot of load management going on. You know, our best player, our captain, is someone that necessarily can't play a full 90 every single weekend, it, if, if alone 90. Like, I mean, we, we when we do see Carlos Vela, I don't, I don't think we've really seen him play a full 90 too often, which is, it's fine. I'm not expecting him to, but... Again, that's you know one of our most important players, and we can't use rely on him every single game because of fitness. So our squad, and in the beginning, and we mentioned this in the beginning, we said, okay, we have a good we have a good team. It's working out. We're making do without a striker, but there's those long stretches where the team, like a team, can go just flat. And, and there's that one player that's been happening yeah and, and we haven't really had and unfortunately too in this situation or no actually not for that game for the Houston game actually was it an international FIFA window it was game? yeah it was because I think Buonga played Thursday yeah so he didn't play he didn't play Houston. Um, against Houston yeah yeah so there you go our, our other main guy our, who's been that guy for us too was an unavailable so there's a lot going on here you know when you think about it and it's hard to say, like, to put it, like, to just say, straight up say that we played like shit because the cards were stacked against us. When it, it does sting because we end up losing 1-0 and, you know, Poku got sent off. So that's another thing as well. We're playing a man down. Right. And uh, it's just, it was a shit situation for us to walk into. I guess it could be worse than 1-0, but, you know, just who Houston have been recently in recent years, it just sucks. 
<laughs> and they've been on they've been on a turn. They've been in good form and you know, give some props to, you know, Mexican player, you know, legend in Hector Herrera. He had a decent game, dude. He had a good game, a lot of opportunities. He's playing in the ten role. Yeah, really weird. In in uh Which Houston. I guess makes sense here. Right. Mm-hmm. Here it makes sense he because he's that. probably a little bit slower, but he has that creativity. Uh-huh. Um but you know, Houston find themselves in uh uh, I believe sixth. Yeah, so credit to Houston because they, I mean, they 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 were going for it too. They weren't sitting back too. So you know, maybe in the past they would have sat back and kind of respected LAFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to, to think I haven't ever really seen that from them though. But, you know, you do see that from teams from time to time. But they, they didn't do that this time. They really took it to us. They were really trying to come out and get that goal. And they had another goal that was ruled off offsides. Yeah, I mean, it was... It's fortunate. For, I mean, unfortunate for us, you know, yeah. to not get a result, not even a tie. Like especially, yeah, you, if you never want to lose points at home, and then you never want to drop all three. So that's the worst part. You know, you don't want to drop points, and then to 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 go out and lose, you know, entirely, it, it just sucks. Well, moving on to some sort of happy news <laughs> because we won the game. That is the game on Saturday against Sporting Kansas City in Kansas City, where honestly, it could have ended worse for us. And maybe we got a little bit lucky on some of the opportunities, especially Jorge, because it was so blatant. That lucky Carlos Vela goal at the very end, where the defender on Sporting Kansas City didn't get back and it was just open net. Wow. Um, That was lucky. That probably was a gift to us. After losing the Houston game, what do you think, bro, out of this game? Because I don't think it was pretty either. Well, it, it's not, but I'll tell you what. I'll take it. I, of course, we I'll have take to it. take it, bro. But yeah, I mean, again, we're we're playing with an experimental lineup. I this is beyond experiment. This is the this is the Carabao Cup lineup, bro. <laughs> this is okay. Look. No offense to any of these players, but they're still young. They're still in development. Like, this is a, you know, men's tier one soccer here in the United States. Like, you know, you have Ordaz starting up a strike. I don't even know how to say his name. Nathan Ordaz. Ordaz, yeah. Yeah, and then Eric Duenas, who he, he's been there. Uh-huh. Cristomo, Crisostomo. And um, who's this guy? Gaines. Like, bro, like, who are these guys, you know? Well, I mean... Like, I know who, I know they're in the development team. I get that. But that's a lot of players to be mm-hmm. including in a, in, a, in a game away from home, you know, trying to collect some points, you know? Yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, if anything, it makes me feel even better about our academy now. I mean, I like to think positively, but, damn, we're risking, you know, like... Pretty beat downs every now and then, you know, like some bad losses, especially playing I mean, a lot of young players. Down, this one literally came down to the wire. It really like, did. It, it, it came down to the absolute wire. So in the first half, uh, our boy Maldonado, who's he's been pretty good, he's had his ups and his downs. And in this case, yeah. he starts with a down, and he gives away a PK. 
it was a it was a clear PK from at my first yeah. first uh, first watch. I was like, oh no, that's he got bought. But then you see it from a different angle, and you see that he just completely takes out the striker or the the Kansas City uh, player. And then Alan Pulido steps up, you know, puts it McCarthy away. McCarthy picked the right side, even touched Dude, he it. He guessed it. He put it, he got hands on it. He yeah. got fingers, but he just hit it with such power that you yeah, sometimes you just can't you just can't stop him. Like if you hit it hard enough. So credit to you know Kansas for that and Pulido for putting that away. But from there we had quite it wasn't a closed I mean that it opened up the game. So it was an open game for mm-hmm. sure. So there was opportunities we were going back and forth. But it's not till the very, very, very end. We left it super late, bro. Mm-hmm. Super late. That's when Vela gets an opportunity. So they clear it, you know, they got a lazy defender kind of slowly tracking forward mm-hmm. and Carlos Vela also same thing lazy striker hanging out <laughs> in the back but to, in his defense that's what you do in those cases when you're at the end of the at the end of the game and he's especially he was probably when you're a forward player you just you stick that's one thing I remember playing as a kid mm-hmm. is when I would play striker from time to time it, I just I remember always thinking I gotta stay in line with the last guy whoever that is it don't, it don't matter if he's all the way over there on the touchline and I'm mm. over here in the center of the field as long as I'm in line with him because even better and that's exactly what happened mm. Bella's hanging out as he should in this case because you gotta hang out with the last player he's hanging out they clear the ball a long intercepts it and just kind of I don't know if it was his intention to to play Bella on or if it was his intention to just, you know... I'm going to give him the credit, dude. It looked like he planned it 100%. It was, it was weighted well. It was like, weighted really good. It, because, it landed right yeah. right to Vela. Like, it, it was perfect. Like It wasn't like... If he was trying to like whack it out of there, he would. He probably would have... Because he used the inside of his foot. Yeah, he did. So it looked like he was trying to like... It did look like place he was trying it. to place it. You know, yeah. trying, to, trying to pop it forward. And that's exactly what happens. Vela gets it. And when it's 1v1... I'll take Vela. Vela every single day. Yeah, man. And, and you know, there was a scary moment also in this game where they actually came back. Yeah. You know, to score a goal. And Oh, dude. And I just realized... What? I, we completely skipped... I completely skipped over Mandanal's goal. <laughs> oh, right. We did skip over Mandanal. <laughs> it's like nothing happened. And all of a sudden, that, oh. that Vela goal was worth two goals. No, That's but, true. Well, and there's some good point parts in that. Right? That, that, that Maldonado goal. That Maldonado goal was what we were just talking about earlier about Bogish and like how he's like this player who's doing, um, who's very aggressive and it's attacking what and is and is always trying to do something like shoot the ball or pass the ball. And in this case, he crosses the ball perfectly, um, and Maldonado gets his head on it, get his first goal. I believe. I don't think it's his... No. I think he's I may think have he scored had another time. I think... Let me see. I feel like he scored a few. But, yeah, he puts the ball in, and he puts it away against uh, Kansas City. I think he has had more than one. That was his first goal? Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, so oh, that was... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was special for him. Uh, that was his first goal in an LAFC uniform. Um, so now we, we give him his credit because he deserves it, yeah, especially after exactly. making that mistake. That was the up. So he came through in that. And then, yeah, again, like you mentioned, Bogus, very forward-thinking, driving the ball forward. He he wasn't afraid to take on players and then put that ball in, which was a really nice ball. And then Mando Nalo just floats it, you know, redirects it towards the back of the net. 
But yeah, from there, then we get to the Bella Goal, and then, you know, as you were saying, there's a, a moment of scaries. <laughs> bro, well, yeah. It was scary, dog. This like, game was high stress, bro. It was, because Kansas City, to me, were the better team in this game. Uh-huh. They had more shots on target with seven. They had 63% possession. They had eight corners to our two, like... To me, that they, they were the Dang. better team. Like they were the one that deserved to win the game, if not m- at minimum draw. And in the end, they lose. So it was kind of a bummer for them. But yeah, we got Puli goal. Yeah. Huh? Puli goal. Pulido, fuck yeah. Pulido. Hater. Chivista. Dog. Anyway. <laughs> but, but yeah, there was a long again involved in the second goal for uh, mm. the goal that was ruled out, uh, not a goal. So, <clears throat> Long's defending, he gets caught in the crossfire, mm-hmm. he's uh, trying to like play the ball out, and then, the, I forgot who it was from Kansas City, but, you know, Long gets the ball, and they just like whack him down, like, in the shins, he goes down, poor guy's been through so much, he's playing with a head man, <laughs> I'm so, dude, to be perfectly honest, I'm surprised he's playing. Bro, it's because we have nobody, which we'll get to in a moment. Because concussion protocol, I've had a few concussions in my life, Yeah. and... I can tell you that after three weeks, I was not ready to do anything. And yeah. that Leon game was like three weeks ago. Well, he's, I believe this is like his first game back since. Is I, it? Did he play? Maybe he didn't play the game. Plus, mm-hmm. those stitches. Oh, man. Well, he's got that shit that wrapped hella yeah. tight. You know, I'm pretty sure they even told him, don't use your head for a little while. Like, Probably. Try to avoid I think he has some sort of padding or something. Yeah, yeah. But, Petter check kind of pad yeah, right probably. there. Yeah, they, probably. They've got to because that, mm-hmm. that shit was like long, that yeah. like, cut. But yeah, dude, <clears throat> he get, gets, you know, taken out by that guy. And then ultimately there's like a, a bunch of stuff going on in the box. And it would have been, a, had there not been that foul, like it was a, it was a, honestly it was a well-worked goal by it Kansas. It was. It was. It was fortunate of us to get that um, VAR call to call it it off. I agree with you 100% because that, the foul, it was a foul. Don't get me wrong. I I do agree. But sometimes they don't go that far back in the Mm buildup. But it makes, it makes sense. It was right at the beginning of the, of the buildup of the play. I guess you can say it was right in it. So, but you know, there's, I feel like we just, that's something new, like. Five years ago, if the ref didn't call it right away, it would have there was would have been nothing. Like there would have been not, it would have been a goal. But yeah, props to Kansas City. They really went for it. That that whole process to build up to that goal, they it was well worked. They moved the ball around the box, and they put the ball in. And and again, like you said, we were lucky because we we gave in that sort of in the actual game, like. We lost, I guess you could say, or we yeah. tired. You know, we got lucky that the goal, the, ball, the goal got pulled back. We got mega lucky that we got that win. And it's because of that that it actually has this tied for first, Jorge. Yeah. We uh, still got like two, three games in hand, though, right? We have, uh, I believe, two games in hand because we have, uh, yeah, we played a 16. There's 18 yeah. available. Okay. Well, 19 available, so three, three games in oh, hand. So, then, so we have a little bit of room to mm-hmm. to maneuver if necessary especially yeah. having all these injuries and we're stuff we're in a good position honestly and, and that's yeah. the thing too it's like we got really lucky but you know what like I'm happy because sometimes that's you just need that it's like mm-hmm. oof 
It worked. Let's build off of this. We're, we're in good running form again. Let's get back to winning ways. We know what we're capable of. We did it with the boys, you know, with the little, with the young guys. Yeah. Anything is possible. We well, do it, it together, boys. It's, it's getting increasingly difficult with yeah. our thinning squad. The days go, as the days go by. And we got Leagues Cup. And we got Leagues Cup. And oh, and let's not forget that we're going to lose players to Gold Cup. That is what I was about to mention because, you know, Acosta's out right now. But originally, he was on that Gold Cup squad. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if he'll still be involved with the team, at least on the bench. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe waiting in the wings or something. I don't know. But Aaron Long, we know, Aaron is on Long the USMNT. And we barely have been able to <laughs> the, That is another thing. Aaron Long is probably our, you know, healthy, healthy, quote unquote, mm -hmm. uh, our only healthy center back. Aside Maldonado, if you want to count him as a center back. Yeah, which I think he is primarily a center back, but he's been playing right back for us. But yeah, I think uh, Mario, from what I understand, out. Is Chiellini available? Um, I, I feel like Chiellini is one of those players that you need to gauge him game by game. Uh -huh. Because, you know, at the advanced age of 38, you know, like... <laughs> Playing the MLS, which I believe is a very athletic league, uh -huh, requires a lot of yeah. running. Um, I just feel like like he's not going to play every game. No, I don't think so either. And especially a team like Seattle, they're they're a tough opponent, and you know we'll see. I mean, he might have to play this game because of necessity, mm -hmm. but he did play against um, Houston. He did, but I don't so, think he partic particularly had a good performance either. I don't think he did either, to be perfectly honest. I think there was a little left to be desired, mm -hmm. however the saying goes. But, yeah, he he didn't look that, that good. It's starting to show his, his age. But I'm still happy to have him on our team. I think he brings a lot of experience. And when he does play, in this case, in the last that game against Houston, it wasn't particularly a good one. But mm -hmm. he has had good play games for us. He has, he has. But Jorge, before we link, before we mention the Seattle game, which is going to be a massive game mm -hmm. tomorrow, or as of recording this, to be tomorrow Wednesday at seven thirty at BMO. But we're approaching transfer window opening. We are. I feel like it barely just closed here. <laughs> right, and. We have a very thin squad at the moment. We have a lot of games to be played. We have Leagues Cup, which we don't want to embarrass ourselves again no. against a Mexican club. Don't you think we have to go in going strong to get in some recruit recruitments? I think we do, but I don't know what, <clears throat> what LAFC is set up to get with the way the available funds that, that there are because of the players that you know even a trade hand. or some like a, a player within MLS who maybe isn't like succeeding enough on a certain team but with M with LAFC with him uh -huh. you know maybe he can excel here like a star somewhere else where he he has nothing yeah but who would that be I don't like I don't know MLS enough for that uh -huh. for, to know that exact thing but I just feel like we need reinforcements. I agree. I definitely do. And I, we saw, I remember we had seen that we were linked with Ilara Mendy. 
uh, not too long ago. Yeah, what and happened to that? That never I don't, I don't came know what's going to on, nothing. It's a, it was, he was on a free, so I, I believe, I think he, he wasn't, he's not on any contract. So I don't know what's going on with that. Now, a lot of people were kind of moaning and groaning, saying, well, you know, what does that do? But this, I think these past few games show that maybe a player like that, I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all, but if we get him on a free for a year and a half, or, or, or six months to a year and a half, or six months to a year, I would kind of be okay with that because it's just we don't need him to solve all of our problems. We kind of just need more depth for now for the sake of depth. Because, mm-hmm. look, Acosta's been out. Tillman's been out. You, you know, who, who else do we have? We have Bogus. She's been playing. You know, he's been playing well. Uh, but after that, we, we need more reinforcements. There's way too many games. Sifu, way too many games. Sifu's with Sifu's- Ecuador. And he's one foot out the door. He's got he's got practically two feet out the door. Yeah. Like as soon as the, that's the thing. The, as soon as the window opens, he's 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 gone. He's gone. So, he's gone. So this one of these these last few games that like, he could have been really helpful for us. Unfortunately, he wasn't available because he's with Ecuador. So and and that's one thing about the MLS schedule. We play through the FIFA international dates. So yeah. it sucks because we lose a lot of players to these to these to these windows. Um, so I, I think going into this, this transfer window, I, I would like to see reinforcements. Most importantly, I still think we do need a number nine. I, no, I of course. That I is, got, to me, number one focus we should be doing. We should I, be finding the next Chicho, the next guy uh-huh. from Colombian League who's going to come here and kick ass yeah, or something like that. Because uh, in the midfield, Dwayne has been playing. And he's, yeah, I mean, he's not. He's, he's comparable. Not, he's, he's done better on some days. Uh, maybe not. On others, but he's been man of the match, I think, in one game. So, I mean, he's not terrible. He's 18 years old, yeah, so he's he's still very young. I think for for his age, he's playing very well, Mm -hmm. and I I do like him in in the midfield with there with Mm -hmm. us. So, I think in the midfield, he provides a lot of energy, so that's nice, you know, counter counteract, counterbalance. Elias Mm -hmm. Sanchez, who just sits a little bit more, um, and so he can kind of you know pick up the work on on, uh, pick up the work for, for them both. So he's been great, but I think we still also need to reinforce that that position as well. And I'd like to see another right back. Yeah, we we just need reinforcements all around. But yeah, a right back. I don't. I don't help. think realistically. I I don't see us getting more than two players. What those two players are, or who they are, I'm not. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Um, there's going to be a break in the podcast. I unfortunately yeah. was able. I had to stop uh, briefly. So we lost our train of thought, clearly. Um, so we're going to go back to talking about the lack of, I mean, the potential moves that can come in the transfer window, bro. We know uh, MLS is restricted because of the salary cap and things like that. So it's going to be tough. But For how we, much longer, though? I think I think Messi can potentially do something. I hope so. Even as soon as this transfer window. You think so? I think so. I don't know. I think so. I feel like we would already know though if that was the case. Like they're not going to advance. I think it's they won't. I don't think they would announce in the middle of the season that they're going to get rid of the money talks. If bro, if they do that, they open the floodgates. That's true. And Apple wins. Apple's the one who wins and Messi. Damn. Dude. That's insane. Yeah, because, oh, man. I, I hope so, so, dude. Something insane like and that, then, in my opinion, yeah, could like, happen. 
that happens, who do we get then? I don't know. Lukaku. Nah, he's he's washed, bro. He's even for us, he's washed. <laughs> um, Center back, bro. Damn. Um, well, okay. Well, we know we're gonna have a tough time with uh, with I, getting additions. Yeah. I, I so. think as far as that DP spot goes, we there the way we need to keep the players is on that DP spot. I read about it, but it's but the under twenty two. Yeah. We still yeah. need it because of the under twenty two initiative. Just get Malik Tillman. So, dude, that would work. I think it's like nine million too. Twenty two. Like we can, an MLS squad could afford that. Yeah. You know, but who knows? I heard you know there's rumors. There's like teams in England that want him. Mm. So I don't know where he goes. But I mean, there's players like Chupa Montague over in Bayern who we have a connection to. Oh, and then this is brief side like side thought because we I, we completely for I completely forgot mm. to bring, bring it up. I remember before the last time we met, but we have officially sent <clears throat> our first academy prospect to Bayern. Oh right, I saw. Yeah. I I don't remember his don't name, remember but he did sign. Well. But congratulations to him because man, that, that's we were wondering how this was gonna work out. Hopefully. Mm we get it sucks because we lose like great we lose potentially great players but in the grand scheme of things this is what I want this honestly he might actually be loaned back to us eventually yeah yeah or we who knows because I think he's going there on I'm not sure if he's transferred like if it's like if it, I think he might be on a trial or some sort of loan mm-hmm. agreement because we've seen that a lot with uh when when yeah. Dallas had their chance and blew it I guess <laughs> because you know like Justin Che I think right. He went out and then he came went back. Away too. And then another again and came back. Chris Richards, I believe. Chris too. Richards went through that way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKinney as well, but not with Bayern. But not Chris with Richards. Bayern. Chris Richards with but Bayern. I love this having like a network have uh-huh. with a really big reputable club in Europe. Open especially doors. like Bayern who's been all about business and kind of keeping the numbers straight. Like they're good about that. So they're really organized, and I really mm-hmm. like that because, you know, with the restrictions in MLS, I feel like they have similar um, ways of running a club because in Germany, it's the 50 plus one rule. Yeah. So it's right. not like they can just blow the money out mm-hmm. the door as they like, like other clubs. So they understand one another. And then the network of the players they've built, you know, through those academies, I think it's great. So yeah. I'm oh. hoping we somehow get Thomas Muller <clears throat> over here. That'd be fucking cool that'd be sick dude <laughs> dude I think he's gonna be free too I, all I'll, the free agents I hope who so who knows I, realistically I, I don't see us going for like a big blockbuster move cause it's not typically we've done it already but it's not really LFC style at least not right now when we need a lot of more players than yeah. we do a star so, player exactly so I'm, you know to be perfectly honest I don't know who is realistic because I think this is something we're looking at where the the realistic player is a, is an un, like we've mentioned some you know more unknown player because of the way that our money is tied up right now. One mm-hmm. idea or theory or, or I guess like solution I've seen thrown around is that we buy down Vela's contract, put him on like smaller wages on mm-hmm. like TAM money or something. And that way we free up that DP spot. Whoa, that to me, I'd be interested in that, but I don't think Bella would be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. He's like, he's like, you know, like, yeah. like just resigned. Exactly. Um, so, and, and I don't necessarily, we don't need to ask him of that. No. Because he's, that's not his fault or problem. 
to be fair. It is not. He's, uh, earned, he's worth he's, it. He's, he's worth, earned that. He's earned what he's he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, now LAFC look forward to a big game on Wednesday, as I mentioned, against the Sounders, um, who are right on our tail with 28 points, man. I mean, granted, we do have those games in hand, but like... This, but is still, a, this is a strong Seattle team. Yeah, they, yeah, it is. And, you know, traditionally, they have been one of those teams to kind of give up hiccups. Um, uh, granted, we have actually beat them at home the last two times they've came. Good. So that plays three. into our benefit, even though I'm a little bit worried about a young squad as we've been playing, playing against a really, really mature mm-hmm. and, like, confident Seattle Sounders team that we know has been kind of like that kind of... They've been like a They've been all reliable. Yeah. They've always been there, you know, yeah. like competing. Um, so, yeah. Anything to say on the Seattle game this Wednesday? Yeah, I, I know it'll be a good one because Seattle always seems to bring it against yeah. uh, against L.A. So, uh, hoping Dude, that's not the case. My, I sold my tickets because it's Wednesday game at work, uh-huh. graveyard. Um, and... Bro, I, I, I thought, oh, Wednesday game, I'll put it like 50 bucks. They uh-huh. sold right away, like two weeks ago. Damn, dog. That was a dumb mistake. I can't believe I you did that. It was right away. I know. Those it's Seattle Sounder fans. We'll see, though. I mean, we're our, our team's going to be depleted. So it's going to be Very tough. Much so. It's going to be a scary game. It is going to be a scary game. Um, But then Saturday, we kind of have a little bit... Of a weaker game uh-huh. against the Vancouver Whitecaps Vancouver. who come to BMO. Um, Remember to be linked with the Belgian legend Aiden Hazard. Is it the Whitecaps? It, or is it I Montreal? Think I, I think I saw Whitecaps. I think I saw Whitecaps too. Dude, I would I would want to see yeah, Hazard cool. up close. Very cool. I don't want him to retire yet. I don't want him to retire. I think that sucks. Um... But this game against the Whitecaps, who aren't doing so hot, well, they're kind of middle-of-the-park team who are currently eighth, um, so they're in the playoff hunt. But we've traditionally beat them, you know, pretty pretty well. Last time, 3-0. The time before that, 3-1. But uh, we did draw them the time before that. So, I mean, this is also a team, I feel like, Chirondola will rotate heavily. I think so. Heavily. I think so. Just because it's, I mean... It's a quote-unquote weaker side. Uh So maybe try and go for it with uh, a less, um, you know... Mm -hmm. A lesser squad. A lesser squad, so to say. Yeah. But hopefully Buwanga being back also adds a lot of class to our forward line. On Saturday, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. He won't play against Seattle. I'm sure of that. And Julian Gressel on Vancouver Whitecaps probably won't be there because he's going to be on the USMNT Gold Cup squad. Um, the German who turned American. Um, so I guess that makes it good for us because it's another less top player uh, uh, on Vancouver. On so I mean, granted, we won't have Aaron Long, and uh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it sucks losing Aaron Long, but we move. What can we do about it? We move. Uh, Well, like I said, we still have three games in hand. We're tied for first place with 29 points. Not a bad position to be in. Not a bad position to be in. We have a little leeway, if necessary, while we wait for reinforcements and injuries to end. Um, 
Well, Jorge, is there anything else you might have to say? Not we think I we've covered think everything. I think that was about everything. Yeah, that was everything I had, I had ready. Cool. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, where next week we will be reviewing the performance in Seattle, the performance um, at home, or not. Well, they're playing at home both times against Seattle and Vancouver on Saturday. So we'll talk about that next week. And hopefully by then we'll hear some news on potentially some moves, which um, I haven't heard anything, which yeah, is very sad. I definitely sad. hope we get to link some more players. I haven't been able to find anything yet. So. We need to see some movement because LAFC is looking tired and slow, and we got a lot of games to be played. Yeah, a long season to go. Well, guys. We'll talk to you guys next time. Later, skaters. Later, skaters. Hey. <laughs> I took your line this time. Oh, my God. Hey. Bye.